0: guys welcome back to the swish podcast i'm jake and i'm also jake jake what's going on welcome back to another episode welcome back how are you i'm doing great and today we have a very special edition of the swish podcast today we have a a very big special guest we have tampa bay buccaneers punter bradley pinion thank you so much bradley for coming on the show today
1: yeah guys i'm excited to be here um excited you all have me on and uh talk a little bit about tampa you know
2: yeah. Great. So first question, when you were growing up, when did you start
1: to get into sport football? So I decided to get into football right around seventh, eighth grade. Um, my grandpa actually played football um, and he was a punter also. And he always kind of like ragged on me to uh, become a punter. So um, I started the football around seventh, eighth grade. Before that, I played soccer. So that's how I kind of got started kicking
0: so kind you just mentioned you know he got you into punting so was punting always the only thing you played or did you try to other positions before you fully got into punter
1: so i used to kick or i still do kick full goals kickoff, and punt um so i did all of that but i've actually never other played another position um it's just strictly been kicking for me because i played soccer and football at the same time in high school so it's a little hard to play another position in football also honestly never really had the want to or the uh, need to. So it was uh it was cool.
2: Next question, what NFL player did you sort of look up to a minor game after now or when you're growing up, or did he's not at all?
1: Um, I would say a guy I looked up to um when I was doing it, I grew up a Panthers fan, so you have John Casey, who's a kicker for the Panthers. Um, he did it for a really long time, was very successful, and uh, he was a guy I looked up to and tried to imitate a little bit. And, and then some, I've had some guys, some older guys, since I've been playing, like Rob, uh, Robbie Gold and Phil Dawson, um, both two extremely successful kickers, and um, those are guys that I have had the pleasure of playing with and learned a lot from, so I try to emulate them also.
0: So kind of working are jumping in, what got you to commit to Clemson, and was
1: that, like, a tough decision for you to make? Um, I, I don't say it was a tough decision. I mean, it was definitely a decision. I had, quite a, uh, had the opportunity to go different places, but um, it was a great decision. That the atmosphere at Clemson is really one of the things that got me to go there. Um, it's really a family atmosphere. Um, and also, just, it was a God thing. Um, I'm a big man of faith, so it was one of those things where God led me in that direction. And um, so I just followed, followed along that path and... Um, really relied on God to make the decision or help me make the decision and that was something that I um, definitely do not regret.
2: What was your whole overall experience at Clemson like and playing under Coach Dabo?
1: Oh well, it was awesome I mean you can't, can't not love playing at Clemson we won a lot of games um, we had a lot of fun I still live in the Clemson area actually um, so I, I didn't go anywhere uh, I met my wife at Clemson so that was a plus and then um it was just, it was awesome. That's my best friends. Um, all my friends I out with now basically come from Tigers. So it's a, uh, it was awesome. I I'd do it a hundred times over again. Um, I have no regrets. And uh, there's no place like Clemson.
0: So now we're going to jump to now the NFL. You were drafted in 2015 in the fifth round by the 49ers. You mentioned you played with Robbie Gold before. So what was it like, you know, getting drafted to the NFL? What was it like getting the call from the 49ers?
1: Oh man, it was a dream come true. Um, it was one of those things that like you you work for your whole life, or up to not, up to that point in your life, and um, everything you do is to try to try to get to that moment. You know, and you get that phone call. Uh, I cried. I mean, I it was I was overwhelmed with joy. Uh, it was one of those things that um, I still remember to this day very very vividly. And um, we we ate dinner, we celebrated afterwards, and um, then it was time to get back to work. Um, but it, I tell you, that's one of those once-in-a-lifetime things. Like very, few, very few people are fortunate to get that call, and I'm, I'm honored to be one of those people.
2: What is the adjustment from college ball to
1: the NFL like? Uh, so for a specialist, a kicker, punter, or long-stamper, I don't think it's too hard because uh, we're not as much involved in the fast pace of play. But I'll say, I would say that is probably the biggest difference, guys. All the best players in college are the ones that are in the NFL. So the pace of play is faster, the game, is a little faster guys are smarter guys are more athletic um, so that is a big challenge that you have to you have to be able to step up to that every single day and every single week whereas as in college there are some guys that I mean maybe aren't as athletic as the guys that are in there. It's not that so that's the biggest difference the athleticism and the, the smarts that go with the athleticism when I mean, you have that combination it's the type combination and that's the biggest difference.
0: So now I'm going to ask you um, a two-part question here. So we obviously know you and the Buccaneers got to play in the Super Bowl and you won. So what was it like, you know, getting to punt in the Super Bowl and what was the whole celebration like winning the actual Super Bowl?
1: Oh, man, getting to punt in the Super Bowl is one the same thing you dream about. Um, that's the ultimate goal at this level. You try to, you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Uh, so it was an honor to be able to play in that game and to uh, – have a chance to perform well in that game. Um, and then to be able to win it, it's a whole nother thing. Like, that's its unreal, honestly. Like, it still hasn't sunk in. Um, I still can't believe it's happened. I say that to my wife, it's just about every single day, like, wow, we actually did this thing. So uh, it's, it was for real. So I made the Super Bowl. I was very fortunate enough to have all of my best friends and family there, like, the majority of my best friends and family there, and uh, just be able to hug them afterwards and congratulate them for a lot of the hard work they put in over the years. Um, something that helped me get there and their support system now is something that I really rely on um, to get me through the different years of football. I mean it's a tough sport so the celebration was awesome. The parade was probably the most crazy thing I've ever been a part of in my entire life honestly. So the parade might have been better than the post-game celebration just strictly because we had no idea what to think about going into the parade or what it was going to be like and it was extremely, extremely sad.
0: Yeah, we saw, like, all over social media, you know, the trophy throw, you know, everyone on the boat. So, it definitely, from the fans' perspective, it also looked like it, you felt like you were there celebrating it, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I wasn't I was fortunate enough to be on the boat with Tom when he threw the trophy, but I can only imagine what was going through people's minds when they saw it. I was kind of just like y'all, I saw it on social media. Uh, so, it was, I, I tell you what, it was something else. It was something that I hope... Uh, People, y'all, age get to experience one day if you're interested in playing football or playing sports because it's definitely something that uh, one of those once in a lifetime that you'll cherish forever.
2: So, as you just mentioned, him this man, this guy's probably undoubtedly the greatest football player of all time, Tom Brady. So, what was it like playing with him this past season when he just joined the Buccaneers with with Rob Gronkowski and others, and playing a Bruce Aaron? What was that whole season like playing with Tom Brady and others?
1: Oh, it was awesome. Um, Kind of surreal. You're playing with the goat. I mean, he is the goat. I mean, it's undeniably the goat. Um, when you have a, he's winning. The Super Bowl winning percentage is higher than Seth Curry's three, like three point percentage, which is just insane if you think about that. So like, it's it, it was awesome. Um, he's a super competitor. And that's what makes him so great. He just wants to win and wants to be the best. And um, having a guy like that in your locker room and your organization changes the whole organization. Um, we start to get bring guys like Gronk in and A B and Larry Fournette and like at, with the addition of guys like my dev Chris Godwin, Levante David, David or Devin White, like we were we we're powerhouse, we were stacked and it looks like we're gonna, we're leaning towards doing that again next year. So like I, I hope to repeat. Um, I think our whole expectation as a team is to repeat. Um because we have guys like Tom, because we have the goat, because we have Gronk. Um, it's it's awesome. I mean you can't Something I'll
0: I'll remember to the day I die So now we're kind of going to talk a little bit right now with this question about the mental aspect. So, like, going into a punt, like, what is your preparation for each punt and how do you adjust kind of after each punt going into the next one?
1: That's a great question. Um, The mental preparation kind of starts in the offseason. I worked with the coach named Dan Orner. I worked with him since I was in, like, seventh grade. Um, So I worked with him for a really long time, and we have keys that we would say to myself before each punt. Like, what do I have to do on this punt? I have to drop the ball this way, or I have to swing my leg this way, or I have to the wind's doing X, Y, and Z, so I gotta do this. Uh, Those are all things that you think about going into a punt, but you really want your mind pretty clear when you're actually punting the ball. You don't want to be overthinking it too much um, and distract you from actually doing your job. Um, So that's kind of what you, kind of what goes into it, and then you adjust based off of what happened from that punt or from that kick. Um, It's one of those things where you have different factors that that most people don't think about when you're watching football i have to factor in the wind and rain and all these different things um so i could have punted something in warm-ups and it does something completely different in the game based off of wind and then i have to adjust like all right now the wind's doing this so now i have to do this with the ball and so you, you're constantly doing that as a football player and that's what makes you a good football player being able to adjust on the fly and putting yourself and your team in the best situation to win
2: it different let's say this punt is like you're on the third yard line another you're on your own like 10 yard line it's different for each punt depending on what yard line you're on where you want to kick it because you don't want to get in the end zone is it all different for every punt
1: oh absolutely um if you're backed up you kind of want to flip the field you want to change the field position um but if you're like you said you're on the 30 yard line you don't want to hit the ball into the end zone because then it doesn't really help field position so it's one of those situations where you have to it's not always about getting the biggest and the farthest punt. it's about putting your teeth about the situation you're giving and play the most effective punt in that situation. So say for instance, we're really close game and the ball is going 50 hit the yard line, I don't need a punt that goes 60 yards because that's a touchback. I need a punt that's going to go like 45 yards and put them on the five yard line and make them drop the length in the field and try to beat us. So you definitely have different situations um, where you have to hit different punts. So a lot of times people just look at numbers for punting. Um, you look at what your average was and what your this this and this but a lot of times you have to look at the situations also to really see how good a punting is
2: a certain punt returner let's say like Mikel Harmon, for say when you were playing the cheese do you, do you try punt to add bands for different punts you're playing so it's really good or you used to always punt it straight forward and hope for the best
1: no you're always trying to punt towards the sidelines um kind of cut the field off but especially when you're guys when you're playing guys like Hardman or when when you play Devin, like the guys that used to be like Devin hester or Cohen in Chicago or Agnew in Detroit. Um, those are some of the best returners that i have ever done this on the game. And um, unfortunately, Agnew got me this year. He returned to punt to the, to the house on me. But you um, definitely trying to punt the ball out of bounds with those guys. Or guys like Harris for uh, the Saints. I mean, he's undoubtedly one of the best to do it right now. And you're definitely trying to either hit a really high hang time and let him fair catch it and so he gets no return. Um, so you're not always going for distance in that in that situation or you're uh, trying the ball out of bounds so they just don't touch the ball and take them completely out of the game. That's part of your job as a punter is to take the returner out of the game.
2: So this is also part of the mental aspect and it's the real aspect. So was it like game fall COVID pro-call this past season, which is totally different from any other season because we never had something like this before?
1: Yeah, it was a struggle. Um, kind of get you kind of have to isolate yourself a little bit um and i give credit to my wife she was really big in helping through that i mean you, she also has to isolate too um because if she gets it i'm most likely gonna get it um so kudos to her for kudos to all the wives honestly um for getting us through the season and then um for the mental, mentally it was you have to do what you do do what you got to do do your job um that's just for anybody honestly like even the people in the business world had to do the same thing they may not be going into the office they're doing zoom meetings they're doing different things along those lines um so it's uh you gotta do what you gotta do um and we we wanted to play football the nfl decided that we wanted to play football um so we had to do what we had to do to get the games get the games in and play football to the best of our ability
0: so now we're gonna get into some like you know more to get to know you type questions so jake's gonna start you off
2: what is your favorite stadium you've played in Near, I think, five, six years playing in the NFL?
1: Ooh, my favorite stadium to play in, and I'm not going to say my home stadium because everybody likes playing at home. Um, I would say I love playing in New York, uh, the MetLife Stadium. Um, it's, it's the way the stadium's set up, and it's, like, super tall and doesn't really fan out. It goes straight up. Um, and it's just super cool to play in. Another really cool place to play, and I probably shouldn't say this, it's a Tampa Bay guy, but New Orleans is an awesome place to play. Uh, the atmosphere there is unreal. Um, it's one of those like unmatched atmospheres and it's hard to play and honestly I, mean, I kinda love the challenge and another place that's really cool to play in is Seattle. Um the twelves are rabid man. They uh they're not afraid to yell and they're not afraid to get in your ear. Um so having a loud stadium like that is definitely contagious for the home team.
0: I like the first answer you said Matt Life, we're both big Giants fans so we we like the we're answer.
1: I love it. That's awesome.
0: Um, so this one might be a tough one for you, but out of, like, your whole career, you know, who's been, like, your favorite coach to work with, kind of, you know, learn from?
1: Oh, my favorite coach to work with? Are we talking head coach, special teams coach? What are we talking?
0: Probably, um, probably like, more special teams just because of, you know, as a punter.
1: But, um, I really liked playing with the coach that actually got me into the NFL, uh, Thomas McGavy He's actually the coach at New York right now. So he's um, a special coach at the Giants, so I really liked playing for him. Um, he got me started, and I feel special connection with him because he did get me started. Um, so just strictly because of that, I'd have to say um, Coach T-Met, which is Thomas McGee in New York. If I had to
2: throw sin, if we're doing all any head coaches, who's your head coach you play under?
1: Um, in the NFL, it's gotta be B.A. Uh, Bruce Arians is one of the kind. Um, he's awesome, I love, him to, I love the guy i um, can going tell you exactly how he feels, and gonna kind of hold nothing back. Um, if I go, if I am allowed to include college in that, I mean, you can't. It's hard to beat Coach Sweeney. Um, just his track record and what he does for his players. Um, he's a really special coach. I um, mean, knows how to get
2: the most out of you. And um, so, I'd say my two favorite head coaches are Sweeney and BA. Um, but yeah. What is your favorite moment in your career so far?
1: It's gotta be winning the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's I mean, like I said earlier, that's why you play in the game. So winning the Super Bowl, um, and if it's not winning the Super Bowl, it's starting that probably my first time ever in the NFL. Uh, just strictly because, like, that's what you work so hard for is to get to that, get to that those times and those moments.
0: So, what is your favorite sport besides football to play and or watch? Uh, that's two different answers for me. Um, so, besides
1: football to play, probably just soccer. That's kind of how I got my start kicking a ball. Um, and then to watch, I like to watch baseball um, in person. Um, and if I'm not watching baseball in person, I would say it has to be football. I, lo- I mean, I love watching football. What is your favorite sports movie to watch? Sports movie? Ooh. That's a tough one. Um, I would say either... I'd stay
0: as you are. I kind of want to circle back to your answer. Besides football, what what was what's your favorite baseball team? I you just mentioned you liked watching baseball.
1: Yeah, so one of my uh, best friends from high school was Corey Seager. Um sort of for the Dodgers. So um, I I pulled for the Dodgers because I like playing for Corey, um, and it was really cool that we actually both got to win. He won the World Series, and I won the Super Bowl this year. So that was super cool. Um, So I would say I pulled for the Dodgers. And then growing up in North Carolina, the coaches' baseball team was the Braves. So growing up, I pulled
0: for the Braves. I think that's kind of also funny. You know, the Dodgers won against Tampa. So I kind of find that ironic. And kind of similar to what you just said, you know, besides baseball, who were your favorite um, teams growing up? I know you mentioned the Panthers. Were there any other sports teams you liked?
1: Yeah, um, so soccer actually has to be Manchester United. Um, I love playing for Manchester United. Um, and that could have been because my brother was an Arsenal fan and they're kind of rivals. So I'm an Arsenal man. fan. Struggle. So are you really? <laughs> Struggle. Um, so I'd say Manchester United is one that I for growing up. Definitely the Panthers. Um, my grandpa had a chance to play for Dallas, so I kind of had a sweet spot for Dallas. Cowboys. Um, and then basketball, I played for the Hornets or the Bobcats, whichever one you're calling it, whenever they are. Um, so I would say the Hornets. And then baseball, like I said, the Braves going up. And then the Topers are probably my favorite team now. I do pull for the Rays also. Um, and then hockey, I've actually been really fortunate to play in cities that have great hockey teams. So like you had the Lightning in Tampa who just won theirs. And then when I was in California playing for San Francisco, the Sharks also were very good at hockey, so. Um, I follow whichever hockey team, honestly, is the city I'm playing in So this, this is definitely going to be hard for you. Who's your
2: favorite teammate you've ever played with? And you can count college.
1: So my best friend is actually one of my teammates in college, so I have to say um, Oliver Jones. Uh, he was an offensive line in the um, But I've been taking college out of it. Another one of my best friends is Robbie Gold. Uh, me and him just clicked really well together. And we played really well together, so I like Robbie. And then if I'm going current teammates, I can't answer that. Our locker room is so awesome, um, and I work with two amazing guys, and Zach Turner and Ryan Sackett So um, I think I that's pretty good people to look at. Right
0: so now, like, kind of like preparing for a game, you know, especially a big game, obviously a playoff game or a Super Bowl, or even just a prime time game. What is like the preparation going into a game like that?
1: So I try to treat every game the same because um, I'm doing the same thing each game. Each, I mean, of course, you're going to have different emotions, when it's like the Super Bowl, or the or regular season game, or you know, something along those lines. But I try to treat every game the same. I try not to get too high or too low. Um, I find that, that consistency right in the middle is the best way to do it. Um, and I think a lot of guys around the league kind of do that. If you get too amped up, you're not going to play well. If you're too low, you're not going to play well. Um, so I try to stay right in the middle. And uh, find that, that works best for me.
2: So this is similar to that last question, but what's an NFL practice like? Because we've had players that are really good, such as Justin Reed and Eric Rowe, who are safeties, but that's totally different from, like, a punter's practice. So in your point of view, what's the whole NFL practice like?
1: Um, From my point of view, I work, I usually have, like, we have periods where we are. So, like, first period, um, I do my work, basically, and then I'm usually done until, like, the fifth period. So, like, I get my work done pretty early in there. So I get a lot of chance to actually watch practice. So I'm kind of like a spectator of them, which is kind of cool. Um, I get to watch practice, see how it goes um, after I get my work done. So I usually work in the very beginning, take a little break, and then I hold for field goals, and then I get to watch practice. And it's very cool to be able to watch practice. And see guys like Tom Brady and Gronk and AP and Leonard Fournette, Devin White, Amante David um, go to work and do the job.
0: So our final question for you today is, What are you most looking forward to doing, um, you know, after the pandemic ends, you know, when it's safer?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, Honestly, I'd say gathering with all my friends. That would be the the biggest thing. uh, Having those close people in your life is huge. And being able to travel with them and not have to worry about getting COVID or getting tested for COVID beforehand or anything along those lines um, would be the thing I'm most looking forward to. And then honestly, going on dates with my wife. We didn't get to do a lot of that this season. Um, there's a lot of good places to eat in Tampa. So um, those are things that I look forward to most in the pandemic. Yeah, that's about going to wrap up our interview with you, Bradley. Thank
2: you so, so much for hopping on the podcast. Deloitte's just to make sure you like, comment, follow us on Instagram. I switched to Unscore, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, Bradley. Stay safe. Peace. Appreciate
0: it, guys. Thank you, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.